right. Like there are literally so many women on this beach and you have to pick the one who dated your uncle. I know this podcast is a very big part of your life. You've mentioned it to me multiple times. Kind of a, you know, a bachelor nation groupie. No, no, no. Hold on with me, Derek. One thing that I said that's false, Derek. Don't insult my intelligence. Hello, Emily. At long last. Hello, Kayla. I am so happy we made it. Alexa, play Looks Like We Made It. Looks like we made it. We suffered through two seasons well kind of three if you think about it, three seasons of the bachelorette one season of the bachelor like we have endured to be here like the shit that we've gone through to get to this point we had to cover two two of the worst seasons i've watched not the worst two seasons i've watched but two of the worst yeah not great not great also that we could collect the character cards and understand who everyone is for this monumental moment. The first time in two years, they're back on the beach, baby. This is like when the new Star Wars movies were coming out and I was so obsessed with Adam Driver that I wanted to see them. So in order to understand the plot, I had to go back and watch all the originals and all the prequels. Um, It's like that. Like I had to understand the characters in order to go into the sequels. But then- What I learned in hindsight was that I just should never have watched the sequels. I should have only watched the originals and the prequels and then stopped. I hope we don't come to the same conclusion unless Adam Driver shows up, in which case, let it happen. Hopefully all of our research has paid off and we are prepared to understand and enjoy our favorite show in the franchise. So we kick it off with Lil Jon doing the intro package, which was very out of pocket and unexpected. I know he's going to be a celeb uh, guest host this season, but it, it felt it felt bizarre to like, because it's never been Chris Harrison's voice that did the intro package. It was just some random guy's voice. And I didn't realize that not hearing that random guy's voice do the intro was almost as jarring as when Chris Harrison stopped hosting at first. I was like, is that Lil Jon? Yeah. The thing with Paradise that we love and the group I'm sure going to talk about a lot is just that, like, they do whatever they want. They're Absolutely like, we don't whatever. fucking care. So Lil John doing the intro was literally them being like, fuck it. He's going to be on the show. Let's have him do the intro. And then you get a, yeah. yeah! <laughs> and that's, like, really my mood, too. Like, my inner monologue is also just like, yeah, let's get <laughs> on to Paradise. I was so rattled. I just couldn't believe it was really happening. Um yeah. And you know what I got to say? After two fucking years with no Bachelor in Paradise, no, two years, my screen was barren. There was no um, La Playa Escondida in Mexico on my screen at all. I didn't even get to fucking hear Almost Paradise. It never happened. They didn't play the theme song we were robbed. Like we waited two years to hear Almost Paradise and it didn't happen. We did a beautiful cover of it last week on our episode, only to be disappointed by the lack of it. That's so disrespectful. It was the only thing about the episode I was disappointed by though. So I will let it go. But I was like very very disappointed. 
Instead, yeah. the only singing we got was Connor. Who's surprised? No one. We'll, we'll get to Connor's <laughs> song. Uh, <laughs> we kick off the intro packages. Um, I only made notes on some of them. So if I miss some that you made a note on, let me know. But my cable was in and out during this part. So I missed a lot of the intro, which we- is fine because it's just people I already know. And they're just like, who are you into? And then telling us who they're into. And I'm like, oh, no spoilies. So, so we kick it off with America's favorite, Queen Victoria who tells us not once, not twice, but about 15 times over the course of the episode to every new person she encounters that the queen is dead and that a goddess has taken her place. So now we have goddess Victoria, who I'm looking forward to seeing Demi Burnett fight at the beach. Like it's gotta happen, Victoria, Goddess Victoria is somehow less annoying than Queen Victoria. We say that now. Like, We've only seen one episode, though. I say that now. Also, though, I'm, like you said, with Demi, I'm so fucking tired of seeing her. Yeah. Like, I think Demi's going to be, I'm going to be more annoyed by Demi than I am Victoria. I think. And I like That's a prediction. Demi. I I do, too. Last time she was on Paradise, I really liked her. But, like, in over the last year, like, her social media presence has started annoying me, and the fact that she's back is so annoying to me. I'm like, you came last time. You were the main character last time. Just, like, get out. I really think it's, I think it's that, um, you know, something similar happened with when Dean came back to Paradise two years ago. He was very open about the fact that he did not particularly want to come back to Paradise, but because they offered him a lot of money, he came. And I have a feeling they offered Demi a lot of money, and she was like, okay, fine, I'll go. Cause she yeah. does kind of seem at this point, like she's a little bit above it. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think it's a money thing regardless. Um, that tracks. Anyway, we learned, we learned from goddess Victoria that she thinks that goddesses come from Mount Olympus. I think it's like Mount Olympus. So that was a good snippet. And then I just want to point out here. I love Kelsey. Like I I'm really love Kelsey. You know that I don't like her at all. I just think. I think she's kind of awkward. I think she's kind of reserved. But from her social media, I think she's very earnest. I think she's really funny. I don't know that we're going to see a lot of that on the season. Because I think everything I know about Kelsey's personality, I know from her social media. I think she's a little bit, um, I I don't know if it's that she's camera shy, which is a weird move for a reality TV person. But I think she's very, like, reserved and kind of like bitchy presenting on camera, but I feel like from what I know of her from following her on social media, I really like Kelsey. Um, But yeah, so she's there. We spend, uh, we like listen to her and Wells talk about pooping. Um, Again, I've heard part of that. I was like, how blessed. Thank God. They really don't give a fuck on paradise. They just were like, they don't care. Five minutes. They're like, and we're not, we're not cutting it. We're leaving that in the episode. Kelsey got like probably two minutes of screen time the whole episode. And that was one of them. <laughs> it was, it was like, this, it was this. And her talking Dave, about the accident. It was this. And, and it was all David Spade trying to open the champagne. Oh my God. That was the dumbest bit ever. Yeah. I don't, I don't dislike Kelsey. Cause I think she's mean. I, it's nothing like that. I just don't like her. <laughs> I kind of just think I don't follow her on social media. Maybe that's why. Cause I didn't particularly like her on Peter's season. I didn't like anyone on Peter's season. Yeah. So. Well, that's right. Um, that wasn't. right that wasn't necessarily her fault it kind of was just like wow you all suck really badly so I don't follow it like anyone 
Um, but yeah, I just, I, she gives me kind of a boring vibe. We know I talk a lot about when people are boring, I just automatically don't really like them. And that's just me being, thinking I'm the main character and thinking I'm so much more interesting than everyone, which I'm not. But <laughs> when, when I watch the show, I'm like, ooh, they're boring. So I'm not really a fan. We do get a, a not so boring moment um, in this particular intro package. Um, the new award for commitment to the bit goes to Kenny who entered the beach naked. We got a whole, a, a montage of him getting out of his like Uber, by the way, the poor fucking like Uber driver that drove him while he was ass naked on their like leather seats. Um, getting like, there has to be a fine all over. There has the to be a fine for that. Like they have to fine him for that. Right. Like legally, just like, getting like throwing his, up, getting his like in Mexico in the summer, butt sweat on this guy's like leather seats. There's disgusting. a fine if you throw up in the Uber. There should definitely be a fine if you're naked and sweaty. I would I fine know. if I were the driver. Be like, all right, actually, that's a surcharge, babe. But if you listen to this podcast, you know that like Emily and I just really respect people who commit to their bit. Oh, yeah. And uh, he he did. He was naked. He did not put on shorts the entire day one. He walked around naked the entire day one. He had totally normal interactions with people while ass naked. Just- completely naked and I respected this bit I didn't respect this bit I found it to be weird but I respected the commitment to the bit because he got a new bit it wasn't like he also arrived on Tasha uh, Claire Tasha season and was naked there too and yeah. then he was like I'm the naked guy like you're not the naked cowboy sit down like that would annoy me it's the fact that he found a new bit that I respect I don't particularly like not to, and I really don't want to talk shit about Kelsey because I don't like her, but it's fine. The champagne thing is driving me crazy. I don't I care know. about the champagne thing. It it wasn't even that funny when it happened. Like, why do we, why are I we know. like hitting it so hard? Like, why did you bring the champagne? It might've been something they told her to do. They probably I think it was something they told her to, like, to bring do. It. But I think it's, it, it would be like, I don't even remember. Maybe Katie did do this. I don't, I don't know, but Katie bringing a dildo to be the bachelorette and being like, I'm still the dildo girl. Like, well, her Instagram bio, Kelsey's Instagram bio is I don't even like champagne. So I have a feeling that this is like a bit that the show has just kind of stuck on her at this point, but uh, regardless, it's annoying. We're over. It's still annoying. I'm like, you guys, I don't care when they do bits, but like find a new bit. It's all right. Show me, show me you're a comedian. Show me you did college improv. That's also probably why Demi annoys me so much is like the queen Demi thing. And she will not let it fucking go. And like, same with Victoria, but Victoria at least was like, I'm rebranding. Demi, every time she's on any entity of this show is like, I'm queen Demi. It's like, okay, like chill. So anyway, but Kenny, Kenny found a new bit. It was not camo (laughs) this time. And he committed for the whole episode. The whole damn episode. (laughs) His bit. He he really did. And then uh, we get Connor B's entrance where he tells us that it's going to be a cat boy summer. To which I say, firing squad for Connor B. Like, cat boy summer. If a man tells me he has a cat, and I understand that you have a cat. I do. I am oh just v- very allergic to cats. Um, yeah. I do love Eddie, though. Of all the cats that I do love, I do love Eddie. Because he's a little asshole, and that's what I respect about yeah. him. But like he is if, a horrible, horrible cat, but an icon <laughs> for that. If I was on a dating app and I saw a man that had a cat, it was an immediate left. I don't want a cat boy summer. Uh, I don't want a cat also, boy summer. I don't want you to talk about dressing in a cat suit anymore. Like speaking of getting a new bit, like I don't want it to be a cat boy summer. 
Exactly. Connor B is a perfect example of someone who needs a new bit. The singing and the cat shit. I'm over it. I don't, I don't, I don't care. At least it was a guitar this time and not ukulele. I will say. I wrote that. (laughs) I appreciate that, babe. Don't, can, I know that we all were like cat, cat suit Connor, whatever, but it's not like grocery store Joe where like the bit is dead and everyone else just continues it. It's like, he's the only person who's like, I'm Catboy Connor. And we're like, shut the fuck up. Like we don't care. Notice how grocery store Joe, like literally in his entrance goes, I don't own a grocery store anymore. (laughs) Like that is literally all us projecting that onto him. I don't know why it'll, that bit will never die. For some reason (laughs) that bit doesn't bother me because I think it's not a personality trait at this point. It's just something stupid that the fans say. Correct. Um, But Connor, I'm like, nobody, nobody wants this. So just the, nah, rebrand. I really wanted, I, I was excited I was excited for him to be on Paradise because I wanted him to rebrand. I was like, ooh, like, let's see a different side of Connor. And instead he was like, I'm a cat who plays the guitar and I'm a bad kisser. I was like, awesome. You're really selling yourself well. Yeah. To (laughs) a a crop of new women. Um, Yeah. (laughs) Who haven't even watched Katie's season yet. Like, if he didn't say Katie called me a bad kisser, they would never have known that Katie called him a bad kisser. Like, his season hadn't even aired yet. But then we get Abigail's entrance. She is the first one down to the beach. So everything up until this point, we've just seen intro packages. Now we're actually seeing the entrances down to the beach. Um, Abigail is the first one down to the beach. And something that I wrote down that really struck me about Abigail was I have a friend who does not watch the franchise. However, she is legally blind and she has done a lot of really great work with this um, for inclusivity with disability and stuff like that. And when she found out that there was a deaf contestant on The Bachelor back on Matt's season, she had reached out to me and she was like, I'm really interested in stuff like this in reality television and how pop culture figures with disabilities are kind of perceived and presented. And she was like, was the sole focus of her journey on her hearing loss? And I was like, well, it's hard to say because it was brought up a lot, but that's because her and Matt kind of didn't really have that great of a connection. And so we didn't see a lot of her on screen. And the times we did see her, she was discussing her hearing loss, but that's not because that's all they talked about. It's because that's all they showed. And what struck me about Abigail's intro is when she said, as she's walking down to the beach, she was like, I'm here to have fun. I'm not just this fragile thing here to talk about my hearing loss. And I'm really excited that we're going to learn more about Abigail and we're going to see her in romantic relationships that she has more of a connection in than she did with Matt so that we can learn more about her. And it's not just going to be all we really know about Abigail was that she was the deaf contestant. Yeah. And I think, and Noah kind of mentioned this spoiler alert on their date. Um, But also this is part of why I was a little put off by Noah's comment because he basically when he comes in he's like I really like Abigail I used to you know I'm a nurse and I used to work with people with disabilities I was like well she's so much more than that yeah like why are you like right you're like fetishizing it and I found even when it wasn't about her hearing loss there's this tendency to like infantilize Abigail and make her like the little sweet baby and I say I always I'm like protect Abigail at all costs like I literally love her but like it's not because I'm like, she's a sweet, fragile little baby and we have to take care of her because she's just like, that's not, yeah. that's not the point. And I think that there's a tendency on the show. They give her this cut. That's like, people are like kind of infantilizing her, fetishizing her, like tokenizing her. Like, it's just like, can she just 
exist. Like, I think it's great that she was on the show. I think that's awesome representation, but like, that's not her entire personality. Right. So that was part of, and I don't dislike her and Noah together fully, but when he said that, I was like, ooh, like I don't love that reasoning. Part of me wonders if that is a little bit of an editing thing, because I'm sure he said more than that when they were like, who are you excited to meet? And he's like, Abigail, and this is why. And he spoke on it for two minutes. And then because as consumers, all they've talked to us about with Abigail is her hearing loss. When they edit this together, all they choose to highlight of what he said is the part about her hearing loss. So I'm not discrediting what you're saying because I also wrote it down as weird, but I, I don't know in this instance how much of it is him and how much of it is editing. Right. Yeah, of course. And Which, like, I mean, literally, we could say that for said, every single thing on this show. We don't know how much of it yeah. is editing. but And all of that being said, like, I still don't hate them together. I just I like, either, was like, actually. oh, okay. You know, like, w- weird. But also very true. It probably, it, it's likely that it was a cut because that's how they are. Right. Um. So anyway, but Abigail, uh, so happy to see her. She literally giggles so much when seeing David Spade. Like, her, it was like, she, it was like how I would be if I saw like fucking, well, this is how I was when I met Michael Sarah. Uh, like it was like my favorite celebrity of all time. Uh, just giggling my little face off. Uh, and it was so funny. Cause I was but, like, whose favorite celebrity is David Spade? Like also like, in contrast, it was like, we see Abigail. She's the first one down to the beach. She's like so starstruck by David Spade. And then the next entrance is grocery store Joe who walks up like David Spade is just another man on the street. (laughs) Joe greets him like, I too am a celebrity, David Spade. Like, nice to see you. He greets him like his neighbor who lives like down the hall from him. He's like, hey man, (laughs) like what the fuck? So it's so funny, all of the reactions to David fucking Spade because he's so famous while also being like just kind of famous. Like he's not anybody's favorite. But he's, like, really famous. Yeah. I mean, I would be starstruck. I love The Emperor's New Groove. I would be like, oh, my God, my king. Who was it that that called him Joe Dirt later in the episode? Because I was like, nice. Oh, I don't remember. Someone when they were walking, it might have been Tammy. Someone when they were walking away from their entrance, he was like, have a good time down there. And she was like, thanks, Joe Dirt. And it was, like, so funny. But I can't remember who it was. I don't remember. But anyway, I just found it so funny how excited she was to see David Spade like I was like that's so random (laughs) I missed a lot of the intro but he's funny he was making jokes it's like a fever dream that he's there like it's like what is going on but he's funny and I like his banter with Wells the most that's my favorite I honestly like that I I actually really like David Spade hosting and I know that they're going to rotate celebrity guests and I kind of wish it was just going to be David Spade all season and whether or not he watched the bachelor before he hosted this i tend to believe he didn't but that being said a lot of celebrities do watch the bachelor like kendall and kylie are always posting it on their stories when they watch it and stuff so a lot of celebrities do watch it so he might but like i liked that he seemed like he watched it like the way he was bantering with wells i was like oh it doesn't seem fake that he's invested like it genuinely seems like he is um he definitely got like good backstory if he hasn't watched it like they did a good job filling him in yeah everything because he like sat and sipped margs for six hours yeah (laughs) just like watching like b-roll that's like the highlights or i guess for the last two seasons it would be low lights because it was all a nightmare but uh yeah he was like pretty well filled in and he's funny and it's weird that he's there and it gets weirder but i'm not hating it so then uh the next major entrance we get is tammy who looks at him and says is that dave chappelle (laughs) 
And I'm not, I'm just going to let it go. I'm not even going to comment on it. I just, is that Dave Chappelle? Yep. She also like comes up and goes, Dave, and then gives him a firm handshake. It's like, she acted like they were best friends and then didn't hug him. and was just like, Hey man. And like gave him like a firm handshake. I was like, Oh my God. It was so funny. And then she's like, I can't believe you're here. And he goes, I lost a bet. And I was like, I want David Spade to be here all season. I was like, why do I feel like he didn't make that up? Like, I feel like that's actually what happened. It was a bet between him. It was a bet between him and Dave Chappelle and he lost. (laughs) Like literally. So (laughs) the two Davids, they were like, who's going to take this nightmare? (laughs) And uh, unfortunately, David Spade was was the loser. For, unfortunately for him. Fortunately for us. Um, so yeah, that was funny. And also, like, it's so weird. Whenever someone is one of like Peter's girls, I'm like, where the f- who are you? <laughs> and like, I remember them, but I'm like, what? Like, it was so long ago to me that it's so weird that they're here. It was pretty even though it COVID. makes sense. Right. I, and I know like people from older seasons are on, I mean, Joe and Demi are on, but like, for some reason I'm like, I thought I dreamt that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> and then it's like, it's also weird because it's, it's interesting how people age within the franchise too, because like Tammy was kind of nasty on Peter's season. Like she was not yeah. someone that the girls particularly liked. She was not someone that got along with people particularly well. But it seems like since Peter's season ended, she has made a lot of good friendships. Like a lot of the girls were very excited to see Tammy. And honestly, I really liked Tammy this episode, but I remember vividly not liking Tammy during Peter's season. So it's interesting how edits change and and all that stuff. Yeah, I really liked Tammy at the beginning of Peter's season. And then she turned on a dime and I was like frustrated with her. And I was like, just grow up, go home. Yeah. But she is friends with a lot of people in the franchise. She's really good friends with Katie. I don't know if that's a good or bad thing at this point. <laughs> I don't trust Katie anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know um, about her taste anymore. I don't know about that, but I she's friends with Natasha, who I fucking love. Like I love Natasha. I love Natasha. So it is very interesting. And like when she, I don't remember if she or Kelsey went first, but like they hugged and they were the yeah. two that had beef. And like, I made sure to pay attention. I was like, is she going to say anything to Kelsey? Like they hugged. I was like, I mean, yeah. And because I think that's the benefit too of it being so long since their season, it's like, if they still have beef with those people, I'm worried about them. Like, I'm like, like, versus like Paradise a few years ago. I mean, they sent basically right after Nick Vile's season, they sent Corinne and Taylor down to the beach and they were like, duke it out. (laughs) They were like, have fun. (laughs) They were like, throw hands. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, like, no recovery time. I mean, they're doing, they're fucking. Aaron and Thomas, well, Thomas isn't there yet, but he's about to be like, they were like, mm, this should go well. Like, <laughs> they don't I, go fuck. <laughs> Aaron, speaking of Aaron, sweet baby Aaron is there. There's something about Aaron. He's so lovable in the worst way. Like there's nothing lovable he, about him, but he's so lovable. Aaron, the magnificent himbo. <laughs> he would hurt me so badly <laughs> if we ever even like talked. Like I know- <laughs> that he would destroy me mentally and emotionally. And I'm in love with him. <laughs> I was so happy to see him. I love him. I know he's a messy bitch who lives for drama. So am I. So let me have this. Uh, <laughs> but no, I adore really him. See. We don't even see what? his entrance really. He just shows up on the beach. No, he's kind of just suddenly there, come to think of it. But I also love 
and we've talked about this in because of the previews the fucking bro vibes on this beach are palpable the sexual tension between all of the men cut it with a knife it is like they're all so in love with each other and aaron (laughs) and trey are really the catalysts of that behavior which is not a good thing but i love it so I'm just so happy he's there. That might be an unpopular opinion. I know that he's about to cause like 18 fights that are so unnecessary. (laughs) And that's my baby. So our next major entrance is Noah. Mustache man Noah, in case you forgot, has shaved his mustache though. So we can't call him that anymore. And thank fucking God, he looks so much better now. Like he looks so much better. Um, And then that's when we get the comment where Noah's basically like, I I like Abigail because she's deaf. (laughs) We're like, we're all like, okay. Uh. And Noah, I said this to my mom on the phone this morning. I was like, I didn't like Noah on Tasha's season. I also didn't hate him. I just didn't. I was like, you you shouldn't be here. Like you guys aren't yeah. right for each other. I think Noah is a good paradise choice because like he was too young for Tasha's season. He was too immature, but like for paradise, anything goes. So I'm like, you know, I don't completely hate him, but and I'm Abigail, also like. Who whatever. he's pursuing is younger. Right. So it's like, exactly. okay, like they're, they're more compatible. They're more whatever. So. Right. I mean, I there. say that. And then we have two couples who are like 15 years apart. Oh my God. So I'm like, Speaking the of- age is much more appropriate in paradise. And then these other couples are like, I'm old enough to be your father. And I'm like, oh, excellent. Speaking anyway. of our first one, um, Joe, grocery store Joe expresses that he's very interested in meeting Serena P for Matt season, which who wouldn't be? She's an absolute yeah. catch. And he speaks to her for the first time on camera and then we get this like cutaway in the moment of him very depressingly saying talking to Serena feels like talking to Kendall now in case we have forgotten grocery store Joe um was on Becca Cooper in season of the bachelorette he went home night one became an internet sensation got asked to be on Paradise, went on Paradise, met Kendall Long from Ari's season. They fell in love. They dated for like two and a half years and then broke up about a year ago. And now he is on Paradise again. And so I actually really loved Grocery Store Joe and Kendall. I was very sad when they broke up. Um, But he says this very, I mean, earnest. Like I didn't think he was saying it to be dramatic, but he said talking to Serena feels like talking to Kendall. And I couldn't tell if it was good or bad. Yeah, we were like a half hour in and he was like, I'm depressed. And we were like, oh, sick. Like, this is going really well so far. Um, I don't think that he understands that he lived my dream, which is go on the show, eliminated night one, still get famous and do the spinoffs. <laughs> Who does that? That is so sick. He's he literally became an a internet sensation. sensation. Yeah. And then it's he was on amazing. Dancing with the Stars. And, yeah, he was on Dancing with the Stars. He has a podcast. Like, he's on clickbait with Natasha and Tasha. I'm like, you're literally living my dream. So, uh, that said, oh wait, yeah, that's he's actually back. so weird because I just put two and two together. I haven't listened to clickbait all that much, but I haven't either. he's on the beach with Natasha, his podcast partner, and we've never seen them interact. I literally was thinking that this morning because, um, someone posted that they were on it. I don't remember who was on it. I don't listen to it, but I was like, that's actually so weird because they literally didn't even show them speaking. I'm sure that they did speak and we just like, they were like, yeah. nobody cares, but it's very interesting because yeah, they posted like it together for a while. If you and I, as podcast partners, were both on the beach for Bachelor in Paradise, it would be bestie vibe summer the entire time. It would be so annoying about it. Um, <laughs> Have you heard our podcast? <laughs> yeah. Like, you want to come on our podcast when we're all off the beach? They're like, please 
leave me alone. Um, so yeah, so Joe is, Joe is back. Joe is back. Um, and after we see this in the moment, it's very sad in the moment, we see goddess Victoria enter the scene and everyone's like, oh fuck, she's here. And then we get my favorite moment of the episode, which is when, <laughs> which is when Brendan hugs goddess Victoria and then yes. goes and sits back down with the boys. And he's like, Victoria smells really good. And Aaron's like, oh, you took a quick whiff. And Brendan was like, no, I took a full whiff. I took a quick whiff. I took a full whiff, right? This is what I mean when I say Aaron is the funniest person in this franchise. Like, and and Brendan too. I think Brendan is also very funny. But when we we talk about Aaron constantly, his social media is fucking amazing. If you're not following, like, what are you doing? Wake up, go follow. He's so consistently funny. It's the way he says things. Yo, take a quick, take a quick whiff. Like so weird. And it sent me into orbit. I was literally crying. And I was like, Brendan, this is amazing. Yeah. I took a full whiff. Oh, it was full. It was full whiff. Like so funny. And it's like my two favorite people. And seeing them both on the screen already feels so good. And then the fact that they're like friends is just the most immaculate shit ever. The next major entrance we get is of Tajwan. Tajwan was Colton season, correct? I think so. So Tajwan was on the last season of Paradise. She had a very dramatic late arrival last season, sweat herself to death, and went home the day that she got there. And that's all I remember of Tajwan. And I feel like because the whole experience was so dramatic and weird and didn't need to be in the episodes, I just like have never noticed until this moment how kind of iconic Tajwan is. She is excellent television and also just an excellent person like I really like her she's and I didn't so know funny. she's a hidden gem she was a hidden gem before this point she's so. so funny she's also stunning but she comes in and like right away um Trey is kind of like oh my god like Tajwan is so beautiful and he felt like so drawn to her he wanted to talk to her right away well he goes I know her oh yeah yeah, yeah. He he's like he I know her, her. And like, she's like, I know you. And they hug and we're like, what? How do they know each other? Because <laughs> also at this point, all these people hang out outside of it. So like, they all know each other. They just don't like say Act that. Like they know each so other, the yeah. fact that they had this weird, like, I know you was like, okay, I what's know you going from, like, on? outside of Instagram. Right. From not yeah. like, we don't just like party in Vegas together. Like it was a very like, okay. And then we get possibly my favorite plot line <laughs> that's ever ever happened on the show, which is that Tejuan goes, I dated Trey's uncle. <laughs> and we're all like, wait a minute, hold on, go back. And so then she and Trey like go off and are talking and they're like, yeah, you dated my uncle. And she's like, yeah, I dated your uncle. <laughs> or it's I like, I went that. on a date with him. It wasn't like, yeah, oh, not like but then that also begs the question, why would Trey know her if she went on one date with his uncle? Like, how maybe serious it, was the uncle about it? Because Maybe on the date they went to Trey's family barbecue. I certainly <laughs> hope so. Um, but it's also like, this brings up a good a good time to bring up that uh, the producers are not playing around this season with the job descriptions. No. We got some really fucking funny ones. Um, like uh, Victoria's is goddess. Um Grocery store Joe's is just grocery store Joe. Like they can't even do him the courtesy of just saying Joe. They're like grocery store Joe. Thank you. Um, what were some other good ones besides we'll get to Tajwan's, but um, there were, I feel like there yeah, were some Tajwan's other really. Best. I feel like, yeah, there definitely were. There were some know. other really good ones. Um, I'll have to remember them. Oh, um, Kenny's was just naked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Kenny naked in case it wasn't obvious like Kenny is naked um and then they they as soon as Tajwan tells the the punchline that she dated Trey's uncle her description changes to Tajwan dated Trey's uncle (laughs) like the editing of this particular show in the franchise deserves an Emmy I don't give a fuck it's so good the way that they they edit like the animals in paradise when something dramatic happens they'll like show a lizard like cracking its neck and looking off into the distance i'm like who is fucking like i'm obsessed i'm obsessed it's It's so so well edited every time um and so then they all start talking all the boys all the bestie vibe boys from katie's season um start talking about if they think who, who else they think is coming from Katie's season. And we get like a little in the moment of Aaron who tells us that he thinks that douchebags are about to ascend on paradise. Um, and by douchebags, he means Carl. And then they all start talking about if they think Carl is going to come. The answer is yes, Carl is going to come. He comes walking down the stairs and immediately solidifies why no one likes Carl, including all the other men on the beach. He comes in and is like, I'm the main character. Isn't this amazing? He's going up to everyone and being like, hey, man. He goes up to Noah and he goes, Noah, what are you doing here? And I'm like, it's fucking, it's paradise, Carl. Everybody's there. Like everybody's there. What, why are you asking? And then Noah goes, no idea Carl is which is iconic. Um, he just immediately acts like he's at a fucking frat party and he's wasted. And then like the girls haven't seen Katie's season yet. So they like right. don't know anything about this guy. So he comes walking in and he immediately goes up to the bar and Tajwan trying to do what you do on Paradise and talk to people of the opposite sex. Tajwan goes, oh, do you have a name? And he goes, yeah, I do. And then keeps like shaking the hands of every other guy at the bar. And I was like, Carl sucks so, so rude, so rude. And he's shaking the hands of guys who don't even fucking like him. Like I was like, Carl, your only bet is to talk to the women. (laughs) I was like, the men don't fucking like you, dude. And also, even if they do like you, they mean nothing on this show. They will not keep you there. They still don't. Yeah, they still don't matter. But like, you're not even going to have a good vacation. Um, so it just, yeah, he's such a dick, but like, he's also try thinks that he's like the most liked person ever. He's like, yo, yeah, like we're in paradise. And it's like, dude, go home. Just like pack your bags, gather your belongings. There's never been a less liked, like even some of the villains that are guys, like usually they have some friends there. It's just like very clear that Carl is not liked by really anybody. Even Thomas yeah. was more liked than Carl. Like, yeah, because Carl didn't even get a real villain cut. It was just like, he just annoying. was so fucking annoying. Like he just sucked. So then once the Carl bit is done, I'm um, at this point, we pretty much have everybody on the beach that's coming. So David Spade and Wells call a family meeting in the living room. Just imagine, just like, imagine two years ago telling us we were going to say the sentence, David Spade and Wells call a family meeting. Yeah, like, like Kenny (laughs) said earlier in the episode, I never thought I'd be naked in front of David Spade. I was like, imagine that happening to you. Like, imagine (laughs) that's your life. You just thought you were going to be naked in front of like, Wells probably. Yeah, that did have main character energy. <laughs> to to be fair to Kenny, being naked in front of David Spade is like extremely I'm the main character. Like that's like that's huge. So we get up to the living room and David Spade and Wells explain the rules of paradise that we all already know because we've all watched the show. 
Um, and then Wells says one of my favorite things ever. He says at the end of his speech, he goes, and if you don't get a rose, kick rocks, kick rocks. You're <laughs> out of here. If you don't get a rose, kick rocks. You're out of here. I was like, so true. So true. Bestie. <laughs> He's so fucking funny. I love him so much. Uh, this is also half the reason I love paradise so much is because Wells is there the whole really? time and not just for one weird violent date. So so good to see him. Um, and we also <laughs> weird violent date. They do put him always on the violent dates. Has the violent dates. Um, from like the most earlier, passive man in the franchise. Right. We also earlier got like some banter of David and Wells like looking down on everyone and just like talking about who everyone is. And it was very funny. I will say. Oh yeah, because that's yeah. when David Spade they see someone else enter coming down, and David right. Spade was like, "I'm gonna get fired. I'm supposed to be up there." Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so like funny. literally me and my work bestie every day at work like, like talking oh shit and I'm like oh my god I'm gonna get fired I was supposed to be somewhere literally supposed to be part of this um we also we touched on it earlier so Kenny and Kenny is very into Mari and Mari is very into Kenny because everyone's into Kenny suddenly fucking okay makes no sense but okay cool pigs are flying I wonder if the girls who are in the franchise watch these shows with a different lens than we do because we're never going to meet these men. Yeah. Like, so we watch it and we're kind of like, oh, like who is the best for the lead? And those are the people that we like the most versus these girls must watch the show and think like, I am also in the franchise. Like who is someone I can see myself with? Like if we go to paradise or if we, whatever. And that is that they seem like each other's type. So I'm like, it's a big ship for me. I think that they're both really annoying. So I'm like, yeah, be together. (laughs) I didn't like Mari that much. I know some people really liked her. I was like, she was kind of rude. in the few times they showed her, I felt. And then also, I don't know. I'm just like not a huge fan of her. And then Kenny is a whack. So I feel like they should just be together and then I'll be like, okay, great. Bye. So yeah, a lot of the guys are talking about who they like. Aaron is very clearly caught off guard by this. He's like, Tammy <laughs> He's like, hasn't even thought about the girls once. He's like, I'm just here to be on vacation with all my buddies. <laughs> what do you mean? When they said the guys were going to give out the roses first, he was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Cause he knows he'd go home. He has no connection, but Tammy and him are good together. It's fine. They're both dramatic. They have messy bitches who live for drama. It, I get it. It makes sense to me. I think they probably end up being friends and both leaving around the same time. Yeah. I think most, they give a bunch likely. of friendship roses. I think maybe they even ride it all the way to the end. And then before the fantasy suites, they're like, let's leave us friends. Yeah. They're <laughs> like, well, that's this was the fun. vibe. I see and then she gives them. them a firm handshake and then they yeah. exit paradise, but they've had their fun vacation. So then um, we see that Abigail gets the first date card and very sweetly, everybody stands up and claps for her because she, I would be kind of embarrassed. I'm not going to yeah. lie, but um <laughs> It's because everybody was like so rooting for her on Matt's season because she's such an angel. And then Matt just like completely forgot about her. So I feel like everybody's like, yes, like Abigail. And I feel like it was also a little bit like for the entirety of Matt's season, we were waiting for Abigail to get a date card and she never did. So I feel like for her to get the first date card of paradise, everybody was kind of like, yes. But at the same time, I feel like it's like, maybe this is just me rehashing my trauma, but it just feels like when I got my first boyfriend and all my friends were like, oh my God, finally yeah has a boyfriend (laughs) you're like ouch what do you mean by that um (laughs) yeah I mean yeah we're all happy also I feel like she's one of the most interesting people to watch if basically anyone else on that beach got the first date card I would have been like ooh, snooze fest (laughs) because I like I actually care about Abigail and I have like stake in her so I was like 
okay, I, I, I'm engaged with this. And she but obviously like they... chooses Noah. But imagine if she had chosen like Kenny. That would have been hilarious. She's like, I um, also Kenny? feel like they give big um, people that they know are really anticipated in paradise. They usually get the first date card. So like, I don't know why I remember this. If I could clear everything I remember about The Bachelor from my brain, I would have so much free space. But the first date card of Last Paradise was Blake because he was coming out of yeah. Becca Kufrin season, like coming out so hot. Like they were like, everybody's here to see Blake. The season before that, it was Christina Schulman coming off of Nick's season. So it's like, they always give it to people who are like very um, anticipated in paradise. And then those dates are always huge. Like it was Blake and Tasha. It was Christina yeah. and Dean, like these like big bachelor couples. I mean, I think Noah, I don't want to put him on the same level as like Tasha and yeah. Dean, but like we get yeah, where we're going. But here. like a bit, yeah, it makes sense. And it's all, it's like recency bias too. So it's like, oh yeah, we know who that is, you know? So oh, yeah, they were always people that are coming hot off a of season right. that just it's aired. Like, like we're already invested. I remember you. So right. yeah, so she gets the first date card. It would be so funny if she had just picked like such a wild card guy, but obviously she picks Noah. Um, and they go and have- but Before they go. Oh yeah, go for it. Before they go, all the other people are like, fuck, we didn't get a date tonight. Guess we're getting drunk on the beach. <laughs> and same. An iconic <laughs> moment comes. Me every Thursday. Like, oh, right. no date to go on? Better get drunk. <laughs> and an iconic moment comes from when uh, goddess Victoria explains the five second rule to us, which is when you basically stare a man down for five <laughs> seconds until he notices you. And then you give him a slight smile that lets him know that he can approach you. And then we get a hilarious 30 second montage of her like giving five seconds to every guy at the bar and simply none of them looking back. Yeah, this was major. I think this might be why I like her more because I actually found this funny. Whereas like on Matt's season, a lot of people were like, she's funny, she's entertainment. I didn't find her funny at all. I found her very annoying and I was like, go home. In this context, it really doesn't bother me as much because I'm like, this is arguably very hilarious. <laughs> and I'm thanking you for the content. It's very iconic. And then is she also like in a new way, bef- like not in a new way, but because they always pair off pretty quickly. But this was like a quick pairing off of a lot of people. It was like, boom, 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 boom. I know who I want. I know who I want. So she was also like, I think, feeling the pressure of like, I got to find somebody now, which I'm sure anybody does in this situation. Especially because, like, yes, she's a dramatic person coming into paradise. She was controversial during her season. But women like that historically do well in paradise, i.e. Corinne, Crystal, Demi. Demi. Like, women who are kind of the villain of their season, like paradise, like a lot of them have found love in paradise. And so I feel like Victoria is like, okay, like, I was an internet joke for three months so that I could like meet somebody in paradise. And like, I feel like she's not going to, Yeah. Um, which makes me like, honestly, a little sad for her, but also like, she's pretty unbearable. In the premiere photos, cause there was like a premiere for it and she went, there's like a group picture. I don't remember who Instagrammed it. I think a few of them might have, like Trey might have, I don't, I don't know, but and they're like sitting, some of them are sitting, some of them are standing. Aaron is sitting in a chair. Kenny is on Aaron's lap, immediately Classic. like bros. Then Victoria's vibes. arm is like draped over Aaron's leg, very close to his crotch. <laughs> and I was like, they wouldn't have done that if they were together because it's too like 
questionable. Also, if they were together, like, like You'd what's going yourself. on? Yeah. <laughs> like, wait, what? Um, insane. But like, very interesting. I was like, immediately noticed, obviously, because that's my baby. But I was like, this is weird. Um, that's my baby, love. So anyway, yeah, she tries her, she, she shoots her shot, uh, kind of, but not actually, because she doesn't actually talk to anybody. And then, yeah, people are kind of coupling off. Joe is kind of getting his second shot with Serena after moping on the beach for like 40, like after very much fumbling the ball. Like he had to have the most green time of the episode. He was the cow on the beach meme, just like looking out into the distance, just so sad. And people would be like, where's Joe? And he was like in the ocean or just like laying down with a t-shirt over his face. (laughs) He was going through it. And I like Joe, but I was like, bitch, get up. (laughs) And also like, I felt for Joe, should he have thought this through before coming? Absolutely. But the reason I felt for Joe is like, I feel like in relationships, whether they're current or ones that have ended or whatever, like you have those spots that are so significant to certain people. And like, this is where he like met and fell in love with Kendall, who he dated for two and a half years. Like, I feel like he wasn't prepared for how strongly that would hit him. Yeah. Um, Which don't get me wrong. He should have been prepared, but- I resonated with that feeling of like being somewhere that was significant to you with a former partner and just kind of feeling like shit about it, you know? It happens. I just, that's also part of why I'm always surprised when people do go back to paradise. Especially when they found love the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Like even when Derek went back, I was like, hey, why? (laughs) It's like, do you think this is going to work this time? So... (laughs) Uh, yeah, it's especially when it really does work the first time. That's also partially with Demi. I'm like, why are you back? Like, you, like you didn't it didn't happen? So anyway, I mean, it happened and then it didn't happen. So anyway, so this is kind of where we go back to Noah and Abigail. Um, and I gotta say, I like Noah more than I thought that I liked Noah. Um, I thought his date with Abigail was very cute. I don't know if he's worthy of Abigail, but I I think he's more worthy than I thought he would be. Yeah. I think Um, they're cute. I actually, a lot of people were saying her and Connor B. And I was like, I don't like that at all. I like her with Noah much more. Because I think Abigail is so sweet. She's so kind. But I feel like Noah like pokes fun at her a little bit in a way that I think like, it like every time he like made a joke or like caught her off guard or whatever, like it genuinely caught her off guard. And it would like take her a second and then she would laugh. And it was always just very cute. Yeah. Um, and the beginning and of he their, is funny. He is funny. The beginning of their date was a little awkward. There was this weird, like, he was kind of asking questions about past relationships and about her and, like, why she doesn't date a lot and whatever. And it was, like, this kind of tense conversation, which I don't blame her for. Um, so it was a little bit like, oh, is this going to go well? Like, are they going to, like, is this going to be a good date or is it going to be just a little bit awkward? And it ended up by the end, like very cute. Like he goes in to kiss her. He's like, I want to get out of the friend zone. She mentions that she friend zones guys a lot, uh, queen energy. And then he like kisses her and they're like hitting all the pinatas. And like, he first says, I want it. He's like, I want to see where this goes. I want to be out of the friend zone and I want to smash all night long. All night long. And she looks like so confused. And then he's like, these pinatas. The pinatas. Like, that was lame, but funny. Like, Stupid, like dad joke, but funny. Um, yeah. And so he like, there's a cut of him like picking her up and like they're kissing. Very cute. I'm here for it. I don't, I'm not obsessed with it. I don't hate it. Right. I'm somewhere in between. I like it. 
I think um, I, I like, I like seeing more of Abigail. And if Noah is going to be my ticket to seeing more of Abigail, right. then I will take it. And seeing Abigail get a genuine connection. Cause like we said, like Matt just didn't treat her well. So if I hope that Noah yeah. will continue to treat her well, the only thing with him is like, he is young. He's a little fratty. And I worry that he'll just be get in his head and be fratty and kind of fuck her over. But that's, that's true. I hope you were speaking from past trauma or anything. Yeah, it's like fine. I like have no problem <laughs> with um people like him just like twitching. Um, no, I uh I don't know. We'll see. He might I, I'm worried about him. I'm cautious of him, but it was a yeah. cute date nonetheless. So then we go back to the beach where it is just everybody's getting is, the first kiss of paradise. It is steamy sexy time back on the beach. Trey, full send. He's like, she may have dated my uncle, but I'm kind of into it. And then they make out. Um, and Tajwan, I gotta say, I do, I do, I'm excited for Tajwan because I feel like she didn't get any screen time on her original season. Then they brought her in late for her first season of Paradise where she had some like dramatic moment and left. Like, I'm excited that we're getting to see an actual storyline for Tajwan, even if it is arguably the most convoluted. <laughs> yeah. It's like super weird, but I'm like, you know what? I'm happy for both of them. I love Trey. We know this. So yeah. um, it's cute. What a, it's weird, but it's cute. And then uh, Kenny's still naked. Just want everybody to be aware of that. Still naked. Just never, never in clothes. <laughs> cool. Cool. Guess he's never gonna put pants on. And then um Connor and Marissa, which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Again, um, because I kind of think they're both a little a little bit weird or boring or something, or I don't care that much about them. So I'm like, yeah, you should be together. <laughs> those those two together. It makes perfect sense. Perfect. Uh-oh. Um, but I actually like I do genuinely like that pairing. I think it's cute. We'll see what happens. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Tommy and or Tommy, Tammy and Aaron. Tammy and Aaron. Which did they, they make I out? really or did yeah, they, they just did. no they made out. I know that you probably selectively blocked it yeah, out. Selectively but they did make out. Just did and not pay attention. I really think that Tammy and Aaron are gonna ride this um fake connection all the way to the end just so they can have a long vacation. I don't really sense a connection there, but they're both pretty people who like to make out and want to be on the beach. So both hot they look hot together. Yeah, for like, sure. I don't think that they're into each other, but like, that's okay. I respect it. I feel like I it's going to be, yeah, I respect the hustle. I respect the friendship rose. I feel like that's exactly what I would do on paradise, at least for a while is like, cause yeah. I would just immediately be too bro with someone and be like, well, at least we can keep each other around. So yeah. And then we have Connor. So I said, Connor, and Marissa, Marissa clarifies that Connor is not a bad kisser. Okay. Thank um you, again Marissa. though he made out with that audience girl so i don't really think connor and marissa are gonna go very far <laughs> stay tuned no spoilies um, but they already did and then <laughs> kenny and mari i think they actually say this earlier but so kenny's 40 and mari's 25 so that's 15 years which is like fine because it's paradise and nothing matters but it's also <laughs> like the creepy 40 year old who was naked the whole time <laughs> Like, like if himbo Aaron had walked down to the beach naked, we would have been like, he's a himbo. It makes sense. Yeah. And he's like 27. Like, it's like, okay, whatever. But like, um, but that like doesn't Kenny excuse it when you, by the way, that doesn't excuse it when young people do it either. Like, it's still weird. And also yeah. whatever. Um, and this is not no, but I think, shame Kenny, <laughs> but yeah, it's no, but I think that vibe. 
And it's not that 40 is old. I'm not saying 40 is old, but when everybody else on the beach is at least almost 10 years younger than you and you're the 40 year old guy on the beach naked, then it becomes not a good look. If everybody else was also 40, I probably would not feel so weird about it. Or if everybody else was also naked, it's kind of like find your niche, but he, you know, yeah, it was very weird. I don't care. Again, him and Mari, I think are perfect because their personalities bother me. But um, yeah, so then they make out, he's still naked. I mean, the editing people worked overtime to get the black box over his dick every time they had to show him. So I think that you're being generous toward Kenny by saying they had to work hard to get the black box (laughs) to cover his dick. Because the black box was pretty large. I also mean, I also more mean because he got so much screen time too. It was like literally every clip we have to put the box in because Kenny is just everywhere and we can't escape him. even just in the background like he was just always present I was like oh my god okay and so that, was his he was like friend. he or, was like if I'm gonna be naked I'm gonna get as much fucking screen time for my penis as I possibly can and multiple people are like they basically say that he's hung <laughs> so that's <laughs> sick I love knowing that we should ask David Spade um yeah DM basically they're all like he's it's big I'm like okay that's enough <laughs> roll the credits. I actually don't want to watch Paradise. (laughs) So then we get um, kind of the two biggest standout couples, I would say, of the night were Abigail and Noah. And also we now see an interaction where Serena is going to break Joe down a little bit. Um, Because I think we can tell that Serena is interested in Joe and she can see that he's moping and she's kind of like, okay, like, am I going to get anything out of this or no? So she starts this conversation with him and it's so sweet. Like they have such a natural banter like it Noah and Abigail had a good banter too but like Serena and Joe were like the only couple that I saw last night that I felt like I was watching a first date between two people who had a connection like the way that they were joking with each other the way that she immediately felt comfortable teasing him and like like he said that he was 35 and they guessed about her age she's like I'm 23 and she was like you turn 40 in five years and he's like shut up like it was so cute yeah it was so cute it was so effortless it was very sweet I feel like they were one of the only couples last night that I was like oh like that's a genuine connection yeah I agree I think that they're cute I um I like them both I'm happy for Joe I hope that it works I'm glad that she was able to bring him out of that but like as we see in the preview Kendall's coming so it's gonna be a very interesting season um uh. but it was a cute interaction and then they have like a cute first kiss where he's kind of like awkwardly not in a good position and he's like wait a minute wait a minute and he like adjusts and then they make out and then he, they and and everyone's mom say I think that we were the first kiss of paradise and it's like them they say that Mari says that Tammy says that Tishwan says that Abigail says that Tammy's <laughs> like, like Tammy to Aaron them. is like I think we're the first kiss of paradise and Aaron's like fuck <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, you didn't see what Trey and I were doing earlier. Um, <laughs> first of all, first of all, if you don't kiss your homies on the mouth, you're not homies. Stand by that <laughs> firmly. We also see underrated couple that I love, uh, Brendan and Natasha. We get like two seconds of yes, Brendan and Natasha. On the I'm beach. going to love that. I love it. And I hope that it sticks because I love both of them so much. And um, I would love to see it. And they were, they had like cute banter. We didn't see a whole lot of it. It was kind of like a fleeting moment, but I was like, I ship, I ship majorly. Me too. I would really like that. So 
So then we go into kind of the preview for the rest of the season. Well, we get the next morning because we get another arrival um, first. So we get- Oh, I blocked this out. The next morning and Joe is asking Abigail about the date and their friendship means everything to me. Um, (laughs) They're like really good friends and it's very cute. Excuse me. And they're talking and then they're all like at breakfast, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then- Demi arrives like we said Queen Demi she's back and she's like I'm gonna steal all their men and like whatever and like that's what bothers me about Demi arriving I know that there's always dramatic people but it's like this attitude of like I'm the alpha nobody (laughs) else matters now that I'm here you're all below me and I'm gonna steal the people you're interested in versus like obviously that happens on paradise it's annoying there's love triangles like that's the nature of it but like coming in with that mindset, is just like frustrating. It's not that I expect her to come in and be like, oh, Mari likes him. Okay. I'm not going to talk to him. Like whatever. Like that's what it's all about is like different connections, but just the, the attitude of being rude about it is like, okay, like this is, I'm tired of you. It just has so, very like, not pick me energy, but very like, I don't know, like we as women are like past this kind of behavior toward other women and I don't, I've never really understood why Demi has been able to get away with it when we very clearly are past this kind of behavior toward other women. And I do like Demi and I do think Demi is funny, Yeah. but sometimes I'm just like, you're trying so hard. Like, I just wish that we could see a little bit of Demi's actual personality right. versus like, which I, I feel know. like we saw last season and now I think she's yeah. like back to the way she was when she was on colton season which is just like kind of nasty and it's like yeah it's this competition energy it's like the scarcity mindset where you're like if they succeed i lose and whatever but like that's something and i wish that high school girl girls didn't experience it but like that's something that like high school girls do and like you're a fucking adult so act like it so anyway she arrives which means the drama's coming and everyone's kind of like oh no and then it ends and we get (laughs) a long preview they're really just laying it on thick with what's going to happen <laughs> yeah we we now we've known for a little while now that becca kuferin is coming um we see them all shook that like a bachelorette is there yeah. which i mean it is kind of shocking so like i get why they're shook um we see tia is going to be there i don't know if that had been shown yet that tia was going to be there um i love tia yeah. I love Tia. She is one of my favorite people in Bachelor Nation and I want only good things for her and I hope that she finds someone but based on the scarcity of her in the preview, I don't know that she will. Yeah. Um but I love Tia. Um Thomas, we see Thomas, Thomas is going to come. And we see a big preview of Thomas and Becca. Like long Thomas and Becca cut of her being like Thomas just it feels so real and like whatever bullshit now what we learn is that (laughs) what we learn here is that while becca kufrin may be an amazing person and she may be an amazing bachelorette she is arguably the worst taste in men i've ever encountered the worst like babe (laughs) she went from ari lindyke to garrett you're going or however you say his last name (laughs) to Thomas. Thomas and you know what I don't even feel bad about mispronouncing Garrett's last name because he's a racist homophobic piece of shit yeah he's the worst he, he deserves to have his last name pronounced however the fuck I want to say it I don't he even sucks. care no and he's then a bitch. He, Garrett is so bad I hate him so much and then he Thomas sucks. who's 
fresh garbage. Right. And like, again, like Thomas was one that it was like, everybody just like wanted to kind of gang up on him, but also like he was a piece of shit. Like I'm not, def- I'm not a Thomas apologist. Like I'm like, wh- who fucking cares? Also, you, you know, my loyalty. It's with Aaron. Um, so, but it's just like weird, especially because Becca, like, I mean, did she host her podcast this season? She did. So she's she hosting, like, she's hosting for the entire recap of paradise she's being joined because you know how they've been kind of rotating Rachel Lindsay's spot until they find someone Tasha helped her recap the majority of bachelorette and then now Tia is helping her recap paradise yeah like okay so she's doing it but she also did Katie's season yeah with Tasha. so she like knew I don't even know how they did that. Like the NDAs that they must've had to give out to everyone must've been fucking wild because people knew shit way in advance. But she recapped Thomas. And I feel like I remember there being a clip of them like talking about him <laughs> with Katie. And so it also like, makes me wonder um, logistically, how could she have recorded her podcast when she was on the beach in Mexico? No. Like exactly i'm like they must have done so much stuff in advance and had all these ndas like i literally don't understand i don't or or because she's becca kufra and they gave her an exception and she recorded from mexico yeah which maybe anyway that said we basically get it spoiled that they're gonna like date at least and then um demi's gonna cause drama cool chelsea's there at some point uh which is fun but they don't show much of her so we'll see i'm kind of mad that they didn't make her an original cast to be honest like i feel like chelsea's very interesting same it feels weird um yeah we get a preview and then we get david spade who says that he's like getting attacked by crabs there's a lot of crabs in paradise and he goes yeah crabs are just spiders with good pr (laughs) genius and i was like give this man a race it's <laughs> like he's right like he honestly like that's why he's here i i also it. just want to point out that this is a good time to mention that i have a friend she's the same friend that watched the bachelorette for the first time for the finale that i mentioned her number one celebrity crush is david spade like she has always loved him so much she loves david spade and every time she gets drunk she dms david spade and i think <laughs> it's so fucking funny every time and she just watched The Bachelor for the first time for Katie's finale. And so I'm going to have to make sure she knows that her man is hosting Paradise. That's amazing. I love yeah. that so much. Um, and I like him too. And I think that he's going to do a good job or did a good job. I don't know how long he'll be here, but. So yeah. anyway, with that said, we're fucking back. And this was, a honestly, I enjoyed it. Some people thought it was boring. I didn't because it I was enjoyed a it. million times better than the last two seasons we've seen. A million times better. Yeah, like what have they been watching that they thought that this was boring by comparison? Because I want to watch whatever they were watching. So anyway, it will be twice a week from now on. We'll be most likely releasing episodes on Wednesdays. Yeah, I think Wednesdays. um, Should be great. I loved this. I'm so excited for the rest of it. I'm so excited to see it play out. We're going to see a lot of fights from people that we like. It's all right. That's what it's, it's all about, baby. It's finally paradise. We're finally. And we better get the theme song. Door. We better I, get the theme song next week because I'll be writing a letter if we don't. Like a strongly worded letter. Um, we want the theme song. Babe. That's why we watch. With that said, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for bearing with us over the last two horrendous seasons. And now for our favorite show of all time, Bachelor in Paradise. 
we will see you next week. Please follow us on Instagram at Don't Insult My Podcast and give us a glowing review on whatever app you listen to podcasts on. Yeah, thank you guys. That's that. That's that on Bye. Bye.